Hey everyone, this is Maite, and I'm finally taking a moment to be able to share a bit more about what I've been walking and what's opened up for me since the last um, blog that I wrote about how we pass on patterns of self-compromise to our children. And of course, one of the reasons that we've been a bit more quiet is that we've been working on our new website which if you haven't visited it yet, please do. And also please give us feedback. Um, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of, uh, what you want to see changed. So that we can also continue to specify and expand and build more on what we already have. And the other reason that I have been a bit more absent is that Cynthia has been... Um, awake at night, most of the night, almost every night, um, this past month, started at the beginning of July, and she's now, I don't want to jinx it, but it seems like maybe possibly <laughs> she's coming out of it now, <laughs> and reversing her sleeping pattern back to being awake during the day and asleep at night. So... Yeah, I'm not even going to say that I'm optimistic about it. I'm just going to see what happens because I've had this idea a few times and then she just went right back to sleepless nights and then sleeping during the day. So that's, of course, been a challenge for me as well um, to move with her in that in that pattern and let her, you know, give her some time to figure out what what it means to be awake at night and to sleep during the day and to just, you know, play it out, do it, find out what it's like and does it work for her or does it not work for her. Of course, a factor um, that's playing a big role is that she's teething a lot and that's been like almost a constant this past year but yeah she's now pushing out molars so it's pretty intense um and i'm giving her some slack to figure out what she wants to do essentially but what i actually want to talk about today is not that um when I shared about, and when I opened up for myself, this point I was experiencing um, that I wrote about in my last post about um, how I was accessing this pattern of wanting to fit in and wanting things to be a certain way and then getting upset with myself, getting upset with my body, even getting upset with my daughter when things didn't turn out the way that I had hoped, the way that I had expected, the way that I wanted them to turn out for me to feel like I fit in in a certain group or in a certain um, social setting and things like that. That's a pattern that's been with me for a very long time. And mostly when I... The moments in which I used to access that type of frustration and annoyance and anger towards myself and my body was when I would be fitting on clothes and go shopping, where in the fitting rooms, um, I would get so upset when 
Clothes did not fit my body at all the way that I had expected and hoped. And over the years, I worked with this point a lot. And, you know, he kind of sometimes gets to this belief and idea that, okay, I've walked it all the way now. You know, this pattern's not here anymore. I don't have these reactions anymore. So I've transcended this whole point, this whole pattern. But... You know, then <laughs> we we find ourselves in a completely different situation at different points in our lives. And there the exact same experiences surface and showing us essentially that we haven't yet gotten to the bottom of the of the whole point, that there's still more for us to do, still more for us to walk. And every time that I do work with recurring patterns and you know especially those patterns that are really with you and that have been with you for a long time and so also for me the patterns that have been very prominent throughout my life um, every time you work with them you see a little bit more and you get another key another piece of the puzzle and so you know you keep walking and it's best essentially it, it is better that these patterns and these let's say problems, keep resurfacing because that's how we know that there's more. We haven't pushed the solutions to the ultimate. There is more that we can do. There is more that we can learn. There is more that we can live. So also with this pattern that's resurfaced of wanting to fit in and... I shared in my post how I asked myself in that moment, like, okay, well, what word can I live instead? I understand this pattern. I know what I'm doing. Obviously, this is not who I want to be. What word could I live instead right here, right now? And I just asked myself that question in that moment. And the word that came up within me was the word kindness. And when I heard well when I you know saw that word coming up in me I was like what kindness no way I'm no I don't want to live that word okay not interested so that was obviously quite revealing because you know on a conscious level and yeah, on a surface level, I would consider myself to be a pretty kind person, you know, like, or I, I don't consider myself to have a problem per se with the word kindness or kind people. But, you know, it's in those moments where you allow yourself to be uncensored, where you unconditionally allow yourself to see who you really are and what you actually feel and what you how yeah who you really are in relation to a point like the word kindness that it's quite a different story so in that moment where the word kindness came up unexpectedly and i in that moment like spontaneously had this experience of no i do not want to live that word that was a real deep experience coming up from within me in relation to that word you know i didn't it, that wasn't the surface experience. That's not how I consciously um, relate to the word kindness or kind people. But obviously, there's something real going on there way down deep. <laughs> so when I then 
took this word, kindness, and started my steps of first defining it, then purifying and redefining it. The point that opened up, um, and this was especially when I was sounding the word kindness, kind. In Dutch, um, you know, you got the story of Cain and Abel from the Bible. Um, the two sons from Adam and Eve, I believe. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not so so specific and I don't remember all the Bible stories very well. But I believe they're um, sons of Adam and Eve. Now, in Dutch, the the name Cain is pronounced as Kain. So it's very similar to kind. So when I started playing with the sound of the word kindness, Kain or Cain, Cain and Abel, that story came up and came to mind. So... You know, me not even remembering what the story really is about. I went and just looked it up again, reread it, and then it kind of became clear, you know, why I have such issues with the word kindness, why I don't want to live that word, why there was this resentment and this bitterness um, coming up in me towards the word. Because in the story of Cain and Abel, you know, they both, um, Cain is a farmer, Abel is a shepherd, and they both do offerings to God. And they both do it, like, supposedly the right way, you know, both just doing what is asked of them, both doing the right, both doing the right thing. But God, for some reason, favors Abel and his offerings. So... I don't know the details, and I don't know if the details are known, but... In response, at some point, Cain murders his brother Abel and then is banished and, you know, is given a mark and wandering the earth and things like that. So I could relate to Cain, this experience of, but I'm doing everything right. And growing up, you know, the word kindness, how I understood it and how I approached it and how I lived it was being polite, being nice to people, going out of your way to help people, um, being a good person, um, doing everything according to the rules, you know, stick to the rules. And you know what? There's so many People that were not sticking to the rules and were not doing the right thing and were not doing all the things you're supposed to apparently be doing in order to be a good person, but they were having different outcomes. They were, in some instances, from my perspective, getting better results, having more success, having better experiences, getting more rewards. And here I was going out of my way to do the right thing and I wasn't getting that. Or even finding myself in situations where because I was trying to do the right thing and I was sticking to the rules, I was finding myself in positions where I was being taken advantage of by other people who were not sticking to the rules. So it's that whole frustration and bitterness and anger 
Because you grow up believing that if you do everything the way you're taught to do them, if you do everything the way you're expected to do them, if you follow the rules, if you are a good person and you do everything right, then there will be a reward. Then, you know, your life will be pleasant. Then everything will be better. And when you don't get that and you see instead other people who is not following the rules and not being kind and not being nice and they're instead living the life that you want to live, you know, or getting the experiences that you want to have, you know, you, it, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> so within that, I also saw how the way I was living kindness was the same way that I was trying to fit in. I was trying to fit myself into the mold of what it means to be a nice person. Trying to fit myself into the mold of what it means to follow the rules. You know, it's like becoming someone that other people like. Becoming someone that is pleasant for other people. The focus was very much in how I looked at it geared towards other people. It wasn't about being kind to myself. That wasn't even a question or a consideration. It was about being a kind person. Kind people help other people. Kind people are polite to other people. Kind people follow the rules. Kind people, you know, stuff like that. So when I then dropped all of this and just asked myself again, okay, well, what else? Is there in the word kindness? What else do I see when dropping all of these uh, perceptions and ideas of how I've lived it previously? What else can I see? And in the sounding, I heard there was two different things that came up. Uh, the one was one of a kind and the other one was of a kind. So one of a kind, obviously referring to uniqueness, um, individuality, there's only one of you. And then of a kind, referring to, you know, like the like humankind, you know, there's a kind, a race, a good group where everyone is pretty much the same or similar to a large degree. So on the one hand, having that individuality of being one of a kind, and on the other hand, of a kind being, well, there's a lot that you share and have in common. So the definition, my new definition of kindness that I came up with and formulated was to approach myself and others within the understanding and realization that we're all equal, we're all very similar, and yet we're all different and unique. And, you know, placing that definition in, in this way makes me almost like excited <laughs> about living the word kindness because, you know, it brings so many points together. It's not about, you know, catering to people anymore. It's not about um, changing myself for others. Instead, it's about... Firstly, asking myself, well, who am I? You know, sure, I'm a human being. So a lot of what works for other people will work for me too. You know, sure, I'm a woman. So therefore, what works for a lot of other women will work for me too. But I'm still 
different. I'm still unique. So I also have to consider that my own uniqueness, my specific situation, my life and honor that as well. And so it's not anymore about conforming or conformity of this is what it means to be nice. This is what it means to be kind. It's now about finding the specifics of myself or another person. And how can you support that? How can you understand that? How can you honor that? So that's a whole different approach to kindness, where instead of all of us being these, having to apparently be these sheep that behave in the same way and act the same way and do the same things and have the same approach to life, you know, it's completely about, okay, well, let's find out who everyone is. Let's find out who am I within this and how can I, what do I need within this? Um, who is my daughter? You know, even in my parenting, I can use the same thing. I can be kind to my daughter, not by pussyfooting around her and trying to not upset her, you know, which is another way that I tried to live the word kindness before was to like be nice and try to avoid conflict when it's not about that. It's about finding out where is she at within herself? What does she actually need? Because um, she's a baby so a lot of what works for other babies will work for her too, but yet she's still her own person as well. So, you know, it's okay to veer off of the beaten path as well, you know. So, yeah, that was my uh, explorations and little process of redefining the word kindness. And it's definitely... Even though I'm still in the process of walking this and integrating it and making it really an ex a living expression of myself, um, just redefining it in that way has settled this point inside of me. It's like an open wound that was there that has started to heal. And um, it's very, like... Uh, refreshing and stabilizing as well uh, to have this clarity on kindness and how I can actually live it in such a way that I'm not going to get disappointed I'm not going to get frustrated I don't have to be bitter or resentful anymore um, I can now live this word as an actual genuine express expression of myself you know because even you know the the way I had defined the word kindness literally almost required me to cut myself out of the equation because it's about fitting into this mold of what it means to be kind. And that's defined and determined by society and laws and rules. You know, so it's like I wasn't even a part of it at all. Whereas now it's like everything's been grounded. It's here. It's aligned. Mm. I'm really happy with this definition. So I'll share more in time to come with what opens up with redefining the word kindness and living it in that way. But I really wanted to share it. And uh, for anyone else who can relate and uh, make that alignment and adjustment within yourself. And in moments where you feel like frustrated about not fitting in or feeling like... You don't know who you should be within a situation. Remember to be kind to yourself. Remember that, yes, 
all of you is equal in that situation. Yes, all of you is similar in that situation. And yet, you're unique. You're individual. Don't discount your individuality. Don't discredit that. Yet at the same time, you know, we so easily go into these polarities, flip-flopping to the extremes of either, oh, we're all equal and we're all the same. So, um, you know, we should really do our best to come together and build communities and, um, you know, like do what's best for the group. And then within that, discount and discredit our individuality, thinking that because you live in a group or in a community or understand and acknowledge that we're all equal, sorry, that it therefore means that you're not an individual anymore, which is like absurd. And at the same time, we go to the other extreme of going, well, I'm an individual, I am unique. And then we go and act in a selfish way, not even caring about other people. And not acknowledging that other people are very similar to you. Other people also want certain things in life. Other people also have needs. And yes, you do need to consider them because your actions affect others. You know, it's like as though it's it's one or the other. And that's also what I really enjoy about this redefinition of the word kindness is that it includes both. Yes, we're all similar. And yes, we're all we're all equal. We're equal in value. Doesn't mean we're all the same. No, but we are similar. That's true. And yet we're also, we're all also unique and individual, which means no one can tell you who to be. No one can tell you how to be. Only you can do that. And it is your responsibility to find out what that means and to actually realize that and do that and live that. So I'll leave <laughs> the recording to here. <laughs> and I hope to have inspired at least one person to be kind to yourself, be kind to others in this new and redefined way. Thank you for listening. Right.